Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of I Plead the Culture. I'm your co-host, Casey St. James. Yeah, and this is Happy. And, and we're live from Utopia again, post-Utopia. Post yeah, I hope people enjoyed that cut. It was really, like, fresh off a listen. Yeah, it was, I mean, mind you guys, like, we went to the movie. Yeah. We went back here, tried to stream on Twitch, listened to the album once, and then gave our honest first reactions. Yeah, so there was a lot of stuff going on in the meantime, if you saw the videos on Instagram, we like missed some features that we thought we heard in the movie theater. It was not, not to our fault, though. No, I mean, if you're going to distort all the voices like that, like how are we to know? But obviously wasn't Rihanna. Yeah. Wasn't Lil Yachty. Wasn't Yachty. Wasn't Rihanna. What else did we say? I don't know, but we missed on almost all of them. Yeah. But I, I still felt they were entertaining. No, we had some We had some straight on the nose ones. SZA, James Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Those uh, are obvious enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Beyonce's was kind of a... That one kind of fell short for me anyways. It's yeah. Forgettable. Don't say that in front of the beehive. They might come <laughs> Yeah, us. right. That'll be the most... But I know, I agree. I think probably the... It might be... I don't. I wouldn't necessarily call it a skip on there. Um, I'll let it play, but... Yeah, it's as it's close not, as it gets. Yeah, it's not It's not a song that I'm looking for when yeah. I'm like scrolling through the album. For sure, definitely. Getting ready to drive. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun experience. I mean, definitely unique in that he did the movie part. Yeah, the camaraderie in the theater was off the charts. Mm -hmm. Now that we've had a few days, few days to reflect, it's been it's been a cool experience with him. I'm glad he did it the way he did. I know there was a lot of people skeptical about the way he was rolling out and stuff, but I had a great time. Great time, man! Yeah. Like this is this is what we live for. This totally. is what our yeah. podcast is literally about. Yeah, so. we had a blast. The other thing it is about is respecting the culture, respecting the industry, of course. And so on this episode, we're touching a little bit on R E S P E C T. Or lack thereof. Correct. More so. Yeah. Before we get to that, we have a few updates to our cancel list. Mm-hmm. Um, starting out hot, Lizzo. Lizzo, She you just got canceled, canceled today. Uh, I read the article. It all sounds pretty bad. It sounds like like Shades of the Idol almost. Yeah, it's, it's, in, it's insane, yeah. to be honest. I couldn't believe she was fat shaming. And, yeah, and... it seemed like people on Twitter were all too excited to cancel her. Like, she was the trending topic and the former president got indicted. So that tells you people were pretty pretty pumped about it. They no, were pretty yeah, psyched. I, it's just disappointing, I think, because she was just such a like a, I don't know. She was very progressive in the culture. She was an icon to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sure in a lot terms of, of like fans are disappointed. Acceptance and, yeah. and things like that. So yeah. it's just like jarring to see. For sure. Well, I'll wait until. I mean, they they did sue her legally. So they sued her. Yeah. I'll I'll hold my judgments until we hear back from the courts. Yeah. They could be capping. I mean, she's famous. She has a lot of money. She's just. I'm guessing like part of it is true. I, I think some parts were maybe sensationalized. Yeah, I don't think like they're just completely fabricating anything. No, all of it. It's though. not. It's not made up out of thin air, but just probably embellished. Yeah, but I agree. she's on the list for sure. Which I, she would have been one of the last people I would have ever guessed. Ever. I mean, word to our episode two. Yeah. The, the cancel culture episode. They tried for her. They tried. Yeah, and speaking of which. Um, I was literally just scrolling on Twitter right before we hopped on, and apparently there's a, and I didn't know this, Beyonce referenced Lizzo on a song, and at her performance tonight, she did not include Lizzo's name in the lyrics of it. Yeah, she got the Rock Nation call. Yeah, and you know you're fucked if Beyonce has turned on you. Yeah. Yeah, so, tough time to be a Lizzo fan. Yeah, tough time to be a Lizzo fan. Uh, um, also on that list, and this guy is probably above for me, is Jason Aldean. Jesus Christ, bro. What a fucking loser. Yeah. Cannot believe Try this shit. in a small town. How insensitive I would start with that. Like, wannabe tough guy. 
it's insensitive to the victims who have gone through gun violence, to be totally honest. hundred percent. Like, as if it was on the victims to have prevented those tragic losses, which the only way of preventing those things is comprehensive gun legislation. I know. Which him sort of making a mockery out of it is like totally offensive. And the most offensive part about it is it went number one. Yeah. And it just so shows you the collective IQ in this country can be pretty low. No, I agree. Like, those are a bunch of hicks, crackers, and morons. Mm-hmm. Who are listening to that and they're listening to it out of spite 100 percent, yeah which means that we have the responsibility and, and we talked about this in the very first episode of the podcast our responsibility is to uplift the culture and those fans are always going to do it they're obsessed with stuff like this so we need our side to take it as seriously and stream the fuck out of meltdown meltdown needs to go number one and i think it's definitely possible you sent me a dm today that said it's in within like one percent less than one percent yeah so yeah. that I'm going to go to bed every night for the rest of the week and just... Just leave it on repeat. Yeah. Like, we need to take those kind of measures. We can't let them go number this one. This is a call to action. This is what we built the podcast for. We need people to be running that. Yeah. Um, And as much as I... I mean, obviously, we loved Utopia, and I, you know, I'm still running it every day, every night. I think it's the only thing I've listened to since we watched it and heard it. Correct. It's crazy that Fuck You Mean was up to four now. I know. But I'm gonna Crazy. I'm gonna subside on those listens while we try to push Meltdown number one because I don't want to like split plays. Yeah, but did you see Fuck You Mean? It like tied Drip Too Hard yes, for his highest ever, his highest ever single. Yep, and now time. it's his obviously highest solo, <clears throat> which yeah. is cool. So the plea of the week definitely goes to Travis Scott. Let's hope he can close it this week. It's gonna be really close. I think he will. We need every fan. I think he will too. We need every single fan. So all of you, all all you twenty five, thirty listeners yeah. that listen to our podcast, just please stream if it every on repeat. if every twenty five people listen to it enough times, you know that makes a difference. Literally, like you don't even need to listen to it. Just put your phone on mute and press play. Once you have the replay button on. Once you've gotten this far in today's episode, feel free to turn it off and just listen to Meltdown yeah. instead. Yeah. We won't be offended. We already get the stream count if it's past a minute. Yeah. So all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no qualms with that. If you want to just go listen to this and then go to Meltdown after the first three minutes, then NP. please. Yeah. And if not, if he doesn't beat him out, you know who we gotta call. Yep. The dog. Yeah. The big dog, Drake. Drizzy Drake is coming soon, though. Yes, because the second... According to him. Yes. The, the second he drops, it's over for Jason Aldean. The He's, game is in disarray. He won't even be in the top 10. I bet Drake does... All top 10. Yeah. CLB style. Yeah. So I don't want it to get to that point. I would rather just like beat him on fair ground. Like I would, It would mean a lot to me personally and to everyone else, I think, if... Travis just beats him out in a good old-fashioned dick-swinging contest. Yeah, it's just insane, though, how, like, when Drake drops, it's just, like, yeah, it's the over. game is literally in disarray. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is, like, fucked. No, he meant it when he said that. Quavo moved his day. Yeah. They're, like, the, uh, people love to dance around his because mm-hmm. it's scary. You don't want to be anywhere near that. He's the Taylor Swift for the culture. Definitely. My sister went the other night. To Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. Levi's? Yeah, Levi's, yeah. Nice. Said it was cool. Yeah, one of our podcast friends sold, he, he was flipping Taylor Swift tickets. Did, did he ever sell that? 1300 a pop. Jesus Christ. And those were like behind a pole. Yeah. At the top of the 1300 arena. 1300 a pop. Good for him. So respects Jamie. Yeah, I'm still shocked she has as much pull as she does. I don't get it, to be honest. I don't get it either. Like, she seems kind of basic. Very. Yeah. The Swift Army is <laughs> yeah. just fucking cancel Let's our podcast. Let's insult the biggest ones we can and yeah. get people Beehive talking. and Swift Army. Yeah. I mean, all publicity is good publicity. So. Of course. The final person on the cancel list, uh, Alph- Alphonse Pierre. Yeah. Who, that's a name you probably won't recognize, but if you've ever read a hip-hop pitchfork pitchfork article, 
He is the one who wrote it. He's the guy that is slandering the culture. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. He's obviously a very talented writer, mm-hmm. and he knows a lot about music. I agree. But it feels to, to a certain degree that he is being propped up by Pitchfork as like the, the gatekeeper of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, and like he has the credibility to do it. Obviously, he's black, so he has the credibility. And I think he knows a lot about hip hop, but I think Pitchfork and, and maybe him specifically are sort of have this obsession with keeping mainstream, like punching down on mainstream. Yeah. Because no. it's not just Travis Scott, and he got what, 5.7? Yeah, 5.7. I think he rated in the same thing he rated him for Astro World. Yeah. Gunna was 5.9. He's just like an old head purist. Yeah, is what it is, which is annoying because I think it, it, Pitchfork should use their opportunity as this big outlet to support this type of music, and I don't think you just do it just because like, oh, Travis Scott is a big artist and we have to support him. The album was good. It, they're like nitpicking for stuff. No, for sure, that. and like you can tell he's an old head purist because he rated. I think his highest rating on his on on the Pitchfork that he's done is Bootang Clan. Yeah, like they're re- like an eight re- point eight point seven. Yeah, not like. Enter 36 Chambers, like, some yeah. reboot shit reboot that shit. no one yeah. listened to. No, I agree. And yeah. it's like, and he also rated, honestly, never mind, higher than Yeah, than he doesn't want to give any credit to mainstream new hip-hop. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's 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 disappointing. Again, this kind of goes back to um, one of our earlier episodes where we were talking about, like, who gives this guy the credibility to write, like, these articles totally. and rate these albums when... Yeah. He's not inherently a part of the culture. I don't know. I don't know his life story, obviously. No, I, I did a little but, bit of a, a profile creep today. Yeah. Mainly went through his reviews. Again, seems like a super talented guy, but yeah, it, it feels like they also might want to be driving driving clicks to their site. 100%. Like they know they'll yeah. get more clicks on the site if it's a low rating versus a high one. Like if he gave Travis it, like a 7.2, like nobody would read it. Yeah. Be like, oh, that's pretty fair for Pitchfork. Yeah. But you give him a 5.7 and then everyone goes and checks it out. But he should understand, and this is coming from us, you have a responsibility to the culture. 100%. And doing that and, and tearing down that kind of art is bad. Bad it's for ba- the business. Yeah, because Pitchfork is just such a, everyone goes there and sees it. Obviously, it's a fucking very uh, reputable, reputable. Super reputable, yeah. yeah it's like, like the New York Times of hip-hop magazines. 100%, hip-hop bro. Reviews. So it's like, okay, we're going to obviously see this. And then, I mean, people are people are mad, though, all over socials. They're yeah, mad. which they always are. And, and we <clears throat> ourselves have gotten critiques for being overly mainstream. Yeah. Which there's a reason the mainstream exists is because it's good. It's what I always say about chain restaurants. Like the reason there's a bunch of red lobsters is because it's fucking gas. Yeah. Those cheddar biscuits are out of this world. Absurd. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason things are popular. It's because they're good. And yeah, it just feels like he doesn't want to give credit where it's due. And he made some points in the article, but like whatever, Asher world, or I mean, utopia to me, it's just not, it's a 5.7 is disrespectful flat out. What are you going to give it? Ooh, me personally, personally, if we were pitchfork writers, if I was a pitchfork writer and I felt like I could only give it a grade I could defend. I would give it like probably an eight point seven or an eight point eight. I was gonna say eight point five. Yeah, it's it's really it is a, a really good body of work. Obviously, one of the most discussed pieces of it is it's you know sort of like a Yeezus two point Yeah, and you don't even use the word influence. Like a lot of the songs were just produced by Kanye or were, yeah, or like the drums yeah. were directly ripped from Black Skinhead. Correct. Like, it's crazy. So that's like a cover, as far as I'm concerned. There were specific songs from the Donda sessions. Yeah. Um, thank God. 
Um, telekinesis, which was God's country. Yeah. So, but I, like I can I can see the criticism for it, but you know, people who know knew that Travis Scott was heavily involved in Yeezus and the production. Yeah. So, but even like even like lyrical substance aside, like the production itself warrants at least like I would say like an eight eight point Correct. The production on it is absurd. Yeah, and I think that's the major criticism of Travis Scott is lyricism. Fine, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> and you know, you're for, not. You're not looking. Sure, but at P- Travis Pitchfork Scott. does, and like these people who are quote unquote reputable, like reviewers. They're they're. That's the thing is they're gonna look for things to poke holes in, and that's what it is. So like he had a, you know, he had his concert where a bunch of kids died, and he doesn't really address it. That's something that people are gonna obviously jump on. Of course, but well, he already apologized. Sort of. <laughs> I mean, not really, but that that's the difference. So you you. You contrast that with the Gunna album where you knew Gunna had a lot to say and you knew he was going to say something about it. Like, I didn't have any expectation going into this album that he's going to be like talking about the incident. Of course, the different artists though. Gunna totally. had his back up against the wall. Travis Scott is, was already him. Right, but Gunna's a talker. Like, he can rap about it. Of course. I, I, Travis yeah. Scott just isn't capable, I, I don't think, of putting that stuff together. I think he probably could if he <sighs> really wanted to, but I don't think it would have been, I don't think it would have been cohesive for the album. I think he had a very specific vision for the album and didn't want to f- address his his trauma didn't want to because it makes him look bad well obviously so let me do like let me do a little he wasn't held responsible for it no let's, let me let's... do a little movie and like half of the movie will be me bitching to rick rubin about how sad i am about it and that yeah should, that, that should cover me that was a weird which i love I, 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 <laughs> I liked it but it was okay it was just very yeah. random it was cut throughout the movie yeah it was um, it was random but i think he knew that he had to address it in some form he would rather do it through that medium then do it on the album yeah that's fine Which to me probably it ends up being a better work body of work not over addressing it i mean if he did address it in the album i think i mean it would obviously be controversial but i think it could have been sloppy he's not a good writer yeah well that's why you get like some people to get in the the studio with you and sure cook something drake yeah pen is sharp yeah yeah so i mean that was the pitchfork one it's it's disappointing you know, I wish I wish publications like that understood their responsibility more. It feels like they don't. Which is why we have this podcast to rightfully do our culture. Hold right. them accountable. Yeah, hold them accountable yeah. and then give our yeah. honest perspective. Because it's bigger than that guy's personal opinion about it. 100%. And he doesn't realize that. No, clearly. not at all. Um, moving forward with the disrespect and legal issues, something that's popped up a ton recently is this sort of fad of people throwing stuff at performers. Yeah. And to me, it's been reminiscent of the malice in the palace. Yeah. Um, you know, the famous incident between the Pacers and the Pistons. Run our tests. Yeah. And, and I really do feel like the performers, there's a sense that like when that happens, it makes you feel like you're a zoo it, animal. It's inhumane. Totally inhumane. It's inhumane for and sure. And when it's primarily black artists, I know it's not exclusively, I know Adele got stuff, but when it is primarily black artists it is something to to think about and think about it through that you know larger lens yeah and so like if if our listeners don't know what we're referring to cardi b got a drink thrown at her through the mic back at the which she definitely should have done no yeah that I was that, that was warranted that. that was her ron artest moment that was warranted yeah, yeah. and you she have... smoked the wrong person obviously but that's how it goes yeah no i think she no, the, she got the wrong one because that person pressed charges. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, Pusha T just getting absolutely drenched yeah. by, like, drinks and beer. 
at his concert. Yeah. They're saying it was the OVO goons. Probably was. Yeah. That one might be more of an outlier in terms of the general pattern. Yeah, but, but it's just... It, people obviously feel comfortable enough to be doing that right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And but, I'm afraid that's going to happen at our Gunna concert. You're going to eat this one up, Kid Cudi getting shit thrown at him. I know that was a while ago. That uh, one I'm a little bit more okay with. <laughs> would have been you. That, that might have been, been me. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but seriously, it, it's you keep doing it, and then they stop performing, and then the joke's on every other fan well, who didn't do that. No, no. It just I think in that case, it just makes the concerts feel a lot less personal, right? Like these artists are obviously going to stay far away from the the, the crowd. They're going to have protection in place. It's going to feel a lot less like you're going to go see an artist, and more so just like. This artist is obviously reserved because they yeah. don't want to get fucking hit. That's a good point. Yeah, so it's yeah. gonna. I feel like concerts. It downgrades it, it. It'll downgrade it, especially if this keeps happening. I feel like there'll obviously be be repercussions put in place where like it's gonna feel a lot like more distant in terms of like viewership for the fan that's there and the artist. Hundred percent. It's gonna get a lot less personal. Yeah. So. If you're listening to this and you have don't throw stuff, shit, don't throw shit, don't throw shit. Yeah, it's it's a bad look all around. Unless it's, it's, it's a... inhumane, and then stuff like that with Cardi B is gonna happen because there's people criticizing her. It's like, well, when you do that, the other, you know, the wrong people get hurt. It's like they have a right to self defense and to protect themselves. Yeah, and you want to try that shit, especially at like that was like a private appearance or it, that wasn't even a concert. I don't even know what that was. She whipped it with the left. Yeah, she went Mike Vick on that chick. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was she's that got was... a cannon. Yeah, and it was pretty accurate. Like, yeah close enough yeah and to you know stay on the topic of her i didn't listen to their single the one she had with offset yeah I just because i've been so busy with utopia even though you said you were very excited for I it i am excited i'm excited for it you're like i'm so excited for this one too it's getting my second spin <laughs> i haven't listened to it since i'm excited enough but not until i listen to utopia like 30 times no yeah i mean we're at this point we're just trying to make sure that it goes number one Correct. Meltdown so. has to go number one. The album itself will go number one, no question. Yeah. I would bet it's like 400 to 600 units. That's kind of a wide gap. Probably well, yeah, I mean, it could be half a million. Well, they said the rough prediction without merch bundles was 275K. Yeah. I did see, though, this morning or, or maybe yesterday that Billboard was having issues with the data. Yeah, no, you sent me that. Was up. No, yeah. yeah, you sent me that. Which is weird. I mean, it comes at a very interesting time. Like, this is going to, the next week is going to be one of the most important Billboard. Um, top 10s i think in a while i think so too yeah no, and yeah. It, it is we're in a cultural war right now god's country this is war yeah <laughs> yeah so Respects. get out there and spin that shit and yeah. i'm gonna keep saying it i'm gonna keep tweeting it because i'm mad about it i'm mad about it too Fucking and like crackers i <laughs> i just think that uh it just it'll mean a lot for the culture if we have travis go number one yep so do your part if you're listening try to this. that in a small town yeah Spare me, dude. And top three all being country? Ugh. Disgusting. When I saw that, I was ill. Yeah. So Travis has to get up there. We obviously know, if not this week, next week, Drake potentially could yes. be dropping. But I don't want to have to. We don't have I to. I prefer. Yeah. Um, in terms of concerts, though, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't know if this kind of falls under our respect or disrespect category, but there's been a lot of rappers recently thinking that they're them trying to you know go on arena tours and they've been having to cancel them or tickets are just not selling so the three big names come to mind for me little baby um little dirk and playboy cardi yeah and so their ticket sales are getting they're they're, they're just not selling 
for Playboy Cardi, the only the floor is selling because people want to mosh down there. Like eighteen year olds. Yeah, like little the baby. Eighteen year olds we met at the Circus Max. Yeah, they're They'll they're definitely there. in Playboy. They were Cardi's. hyped about it. Yeah, little baby. I think his is just bad, bad marketing, bad promotion, um, and his tickets were very expensive for. Yeah, so the I, caliber of artists that there is. Little Dirk is canceling shows. I don't think people are going to see Little Dirk on the, on his own. No, yeah, I, he, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that level of mainstream support to be like selling out arenas. Yeah, like, that's a lot. Who do you think could sell out an arena, based on just a list performers? Obviously Kendrick, obviously Drake. Yeah, Cole, um, Travis Scott. Travis, yeah. When obviously. he announces his tour, he'll he'll sell out every single arena. Yeah. Yeah, but say hasn't touched turf in a while, so. Other than that, I don't think that there's many others that could do that. Um, like a full arena, we're talking like 18k. So, obviously, we're going to the two Gunna shows. That's yeah. not a tour, and those are in two massive markets in New York and LA, both sold out. I don't know if he could do that in like Omaha, Nebraska. Shout yeah. Out, shout out the 402, but. I don't think he's doing that. Yeah, I don't think there's any other artists besides those top four that will do that. Hmm. You think Jay Z's doing that? Oh, Jay Z for sure. Jay Z yeah. could do arenas, no problem. I went to his four 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 tour at Golden Palace. It was insane. I'm so jealous of that. Yeah, that's one artist I, I feel like I really need to see. You think M is selling out? Eminem could do an arena, no problem. I mean, those are all more legacy guys. How about this one? This is an interesting one. What about Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne will do an arena. Hit. Seeing him live, we saw him at Outside Lands. Well, I think that was a goddamn train wreck. Was, I don't think he has tragic. the stamina to go to. It was, go on a it was a like twenty-minute performance. He came out like an hour late, and and that is, I think that's him in general. I because I was looking at it on Reddit the other day, and well, it's tough. He's old, and he's he, sick. he's old, and he's <laughs> sick. And if he did like an Eras tour, shout out T Swift, it'd be crazy as fuck. That I would think be different. Out, like yeah. if he really prepped himself, like a kind of a get him to the Greek moment. Yeah. Like hey, it's a ten year anniversary of the Carter. Carter three. three. Yeah. yeah. Carter three would do numbers. Yeah. If they could pull off again with the Greek moment like that, he could definitely do it. But in his current state and his reputation as it, as far as like his performing goes, maybe not. Yeah. What about this one, Twenty One Savage? On his own, no. You don't think he's Couldn't, selling out an arena? No, definitely not. Metro. Not by himself. Not I think. I mean, if he's bringing guests, Metro and friends. That doesn't count. What about Future? Uh, that's a tough one. Too. I think Future could sell at arenas. I, I, if his it, catalog is too insane. Yeah, and he's he's also got like enough mainstream hits. And we also enough. saw him at OSL, and he crushed it. Crushed. He's a good live performer. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. He he he's got enough to work with, and he could build like a thirty-song set that is all hits. All hits. So you think the top five that could sell at arenas right now? Drake, Travis, Kendrick, Cole, Future. You don't I, think anyone else? I mean, you put J. Cole in there. I didn't. I didn't. Say I that. think J. Cole's selling. I, I'm not saying. That. I saw him at a sold out um, amphitheater. Don't get me wrong. I think J. Cole's really talented. Is he one of my top five artists? No. Is he probably cracking my top ten? Probably not. To be honest with you. <laughs> no, but no, the no. the thing is, it's just like he has his fan base is yeah. rabid. He's a good guy. Great guy. Like. Yeah. He's probably in my top 20. And he's got a lot of respect. People don't necessarily want to collab with him, but they definitely respect him. Yeah, no, I respect J. Cole. I'm I'm not, like, saying that I don't. No, me neither. I'm not saying that I would also go to his concert, but... I did go to his concert. Yeah, so good on you. I haven't seen him live. Wasn't anything special. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going you're gonna to bring out, like, you think, Thug? You think Big Sean could do it? No. <laughs> he's do pretty you? popular. I mean, I don't I know. I guess. I don't, I'm not going to a Big Sean concert either. I think he's corny. I think if you got the right opener... 
Who? Like YG, if YG opened for Big Sean. You know YG, Did he sell out Oracle? do you want to go to the YG concert, by the way? It's September 22nd, a week before we go to uh, um, Gunna. Gunna. Who is he performing with? Tyga? Tyga, it's Saweetie. Like a, it's like a West Coast thing? It's a West Coast thing. I'd be down to go to that, to be honest with you. We should probably prep for Gunna. It's Chase Center. Tickets are like 80 bucks. They're doing Chase Center? Yeah, meet and greet is like 250 if you want to go meet all of them. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good too, but Let's like... Let's discuss offline. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll probably be there, to be honest, just for the culture. I'll let you guys know how it is. Well, I didn't say I wasn't. I just say let's discuss it offline. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we've seen a fair amount of disrespect. I want I want the tie to be turned around here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, it needs to be turned around. Because even the, the Morgan Wallen stuff in general, like him dominating the number one is making me sick. Like so much of the beginning of this podcast, we talked about um you know how popular rap was and how it's like this global number one and and now it's kind of like lost its lost its uh mojo a little bit lost the mojo a bit um yeah so i i it's kind of an important critical moment for us to turn around no yeah i agree um these next few weeks will be big i think um i will say though that like the the first like what four or five months of 2023 were just very dry for us and now we're eating very very well it's a flood it's a michelin star restaurant type yep. of eat find your partner and get on the ark yeah because it's a flood, it's a flood. yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean anything else you have to say I, that's sort of it last week was so exciting and i don't want to just like continue to talk about travis scott I'm just going to go spin it more. Last week was a blast. I mean, I hope people enjoy the content. We were a little, we were yeah. a little buzzed. So I, I sure. do. Yeah, we were buzzed for sure. I just, I do. It's 50, 50 for me. I do want to gatekeep a little bit and like not let anyone else see the movie. Well, too late. I live streamed the whole thing. Well, I know, but like live, you know, like, correct. I don't want it to be uploaded to Netflix and me everyone to watch it. Like I wanted yes. you to have to be there to be a part of yes. that. Like, historical moment where travis scott dropped you just had to be there you just had to be the there. feeling inside the theater was definitely unique yeah it was a unique like hip-hop experience yeah and, and that yeah that awesome. shirt is grailed for me yep. like i don't ever think i'll i mean it's going for like 600 bucks on tell eBay. me tell me what you think about this business idea this might be a bad idea but i'm gonna pitch it to you real quick anyways mm-hmm. so you know how like uh for trading cards there's like companies that will grade them about like with their authenticity yeah what if you did that for merch would that be do you think that would be any profitable or do you think that would have a market well or is it just too slim i think that's what like a lot of these other companies do like StockX and go like they'll just get merch sent to them and grade it and see if it's worth selling but what if i could like frame my travis scott shirt in like a graded 10 out of 10 mint condition that'd be good like oh yeah this one has no like seam defects or like yeah hasn't been in the washer yeah the print is just still pristine yeah like this right definitely came from the event not yeah. from aliexpress no yeah that that could work okay nobody take our idea I don't think any, any anyone even knows what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> well, i do okay, i do that's why i'm telling you <laughs> um yeah, man, but stream Utopia, stream yep. Meltdown. Let's pump um, up those numbers now. Stream anything from that album, to be honest. I would honestly, like, if you're only going to listen to one thing, listen to Meltdown. Or, or just, like, go to sleep to it. Or Fiend. Because it's not Fiend... about what I like the most right now. It's personal. No, I, I don't think... Mel- you think Meltdown's going number one? Yes, Meltdown is the one that's going number one. Are you sure? Positive. I thought it was Fiend. Well, who told you that? I could have swore I saw it on Twit. No. Or now should I call it X? Ugh, don't call it that. Uh, I haven't. I, I have. Uh, I haven't updated to X yet. So 
Me neither. It's still, it's still I still says Twitter for yeah, me. I um, think I'm just going to keep that until too. they force me. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. All right. Well, see you at the next one. See you at the next one. We're going to try to cook up something a little different next week. We got a little... A little something, something up our sleeve. Yeah, and we've been dropping Easter eggs in the last couple pods in our IG. So yes, correct. Be on the lookout for that if you want to know what we have planned next. Because trust me, we we do have a lot planned. Yeah, this one's gonna be thought out. Yeah, it's very surgical. Yep. Word to story I've added on. Yep. Anyway, this is I played the culture. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. <laughs>